Welcome back to the Hoosier Cat Report on this Saturday, September 26, 2020. I'm your host here in Palo Alto, California, Tom Sparberger. Want to welcome back our East Coast insider of the New York Jets and all things NFL from the recording studios out there in Astoria, Queens. Tony Liu. Tony, how are you this evening? Doing well, Tom. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, we want to apologize to the listeners last week. We had some uh, technical difficulties with the uh, host of our, our podcast, and we apologize. We know everybody wanted to hear our thoughts on week two and certainly our, our triplet segment, so we'll, we'll touch on that later. Um, Tony, uh, with the slate of week three games tomorrow, what's uh, really sticking out to you? I, I know there's kind of an elephant in the room with the uh, Colts playing the Jets, but maybe you want to touch on some other games first and uh, foremost. First and foremost, let's start off with Falcons and Bears. Sheesh, I never would have thought Mitch Trubisky actually is pulling off a 2-0 and so far. And uh, the Falcons, what is going on with the Falcons? Sheesh. I mean, they were up. 20 points in week one. Our good friend Paul Gabadian bet the Dallas Cowboys last week. And, I mean, for them to be up 20 in the first quarter and then end up losing, I mean, didn't help them because the spread was still there. They didn't cover the spread. But, wow, what a collapse by Atlanta. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, it's a... Coming off that high last week for the Cowboys and then that the lowest of lows for the uh, Falcons. I mean, I, to me, I feel as though the Bears are a little bit of fool's gold right now at 2-0. and the, the, um, the When they played in Detroit, that collapsed. And then, you know, Trubisky's playing pretty well, but I, I think Atlanta really – needs to rebound this week. And then uh, you got Dallas going to Seattle. Um which I know you're a big Russell Wilson fan. That should be a pretty intriguing matchup. He's got my Dak MVP vote for 2020 so far. Within two weeks, he's got my MVP vote. And uh, you and I were discussing it last week when uh, they were playing New England. And boy, I was – when Pete Carroll called that, <laughs> it was, what, uh, a minute and something left. And then Pete Carroll decides to throw it on third and one to stop the clock and give New England, New England back the ball. That was one of my picks for triplet, which did hit. But wow, what a roller coaster of a ride, Tom! Yeah, it was third and one, and he throws a bomb. I mean, everything you said played out, and then it came down to two seconds left on the basically one one and a half yard line, where uh, Cam Newton gets across the line. New England wins. If he doesn't, then Seattle was going to win it. I mean. It, it was uh, quite a, very exciting. I mean, Sunday night. Yeah, football, it was just unnecessary stress, but I'm glad it worked out, needless to say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, well, I think we probably should dive into it here. There's a huge game at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium between the uh, beloved New York Jets and Mike. Michael John Demian's favorite uh, quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Philip Rivers. Uh, what are you thinking tomorrow? I'm seeing an, an 11-and-a-half-point uh, favorite for the Colts. The Jets are just so banged up. We only have four active wide receivers and four active cornerbacks. So that to be said, if anyone gets injured on the cornerback side, yeah, it's not a good look. I mean, I know 
Indianapolis itself is dealing with some injuries. I think their lead wide receivers out as well. But I mean, I can't even talk about the Jets right now because I might just lose my mind. And it's only week two, Tom. It's only week two. I, I am very heavy on Adam Gase, our coach, getting fired. I mean, the yeah. offensive genius situation is just it's it's a straight up why. <laughs> I, I don't see it on third and long. He's setting a place for a dink and dunk of two yards. I get it. You, you don't have all your assets. You're not playing with your best players. But I'm. someone said it perfectly. If Peyton Manning or Drew Brees was quarterback of the Jets, he would make – or Tom Brady. I hate giving him credit. But – if he was quarterback of the Jets, they would be able to muster something on offense. If Sam Darnold is supposed to be the the head quarterback and the potential that he has, he should be you know mustering something up and not having excuses as the team isn't healthy. The pieces aren't there, but like like they said, if a good quarterback could rise up with two hands, Steve, anyone with two hands could catch up with anything that he could throw at him. So, I mean, needless to say, I blame the offensive coordinator. I think he's ruining Sam Darnold's career, but we'll see how this goes. It seems like New York is just going to keep him, but we'll see. So with all that said, being 0-2 and not showing much of anything. I am pretty close, unless they beat the Colts tomorrow. But I just don't see that because the Colts just – well, they beat last week, Tom. They did a pretty good job on uh, their one and one. Oh, oh, the Vikings! So don't get me started on that team. <laughs> yeah, that oh man, Kirk Cousins. You know, I am glad I had Sam Darnold, but if I paid Kirk Cousins sixty million two or three years ago, I'd be livid as a Vikings fans right now. Yeah. But it's like the same story, Tom. Last year he had like three bad he weeks, and then all of a sudden, the last, next 13 week. weeks, he was actually serviceable. So I don't know whether they start off poorly, but I mean, last week was horrible. But uh, I read somewhere True. saying that their defense is fairly young, and uh, the, Indian, the Colts' offensive line is, you know, stacked. I mean, they were building upon that for Andrew Luck before he decided to retire, so. I mean, we'll see. I don't think the Jets are going to bring any pressure to Rivers. If the Jets do happen to miraculously win, it's because Rivers is Rivers, as Michael John Demian has told us over and over again. Oh, absolutely, Tom. Yeah. And let's be clear here, certified Michael John Demian. Yeah. Anyways, I, I digress. Let's get back into the uh, play on the field here. Um, we've got Tampa and Tom Brady at Denver in mile high. It's somewhat of an intriguing matchup. I, I'm not quite sure what to expect, let alone yesterday I was reading an article saying they were asking. Yeah, you know, in Bruce Aaron's offense, like to say. But I uh, it's quite concerning that he's only had maybe four catches within two two games. I'm not sure on the exact number, but I had him in fantasy, and yeah, he's been killing me. 
So I dropped him and picked up the tight end from Miami. But yeah, you know what? I think it's good. It's a good test because the Broncos defense is actually very good, even without Von Miller. And Brady, I don't think has been doing well against really stacked defenses that could stop the run. So we'll see. I I mean, Broncos are missing their their star quarterback in Drew Luck. He's out for another four weeks, I think. So we'll see. <laughs> I mean, at two weeks in, it's almost as though yes, who's the physical activity of sitting down in front of you're here on the show. Front of the studio is really difficult. But needless to say, you know, I agree with you. I, I don't know what's going on. Whether preseason wasn't played, and you know, this is a good test for. This is a good argument for going forward. I remember people didn't want preseason. It's kind of necessary at this point. I mean, the injuries are just piling up left and right. Yeah, just to kind of summarize some of them, we got Barkley out with a knee. We've got Jimmy Garoppolo out for many weeks with an ankle. Bosa's gone for the year on San Francisco. We've like got a couple weeks. other key players uh, gone for I think see, the whole season. About, yeah, there's a lot. Time. I mean, um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm yeah, like you said, it's like who's healthy right now? It's the only team. Like, if you can stay healthy, you're basically going um, to win. Yeah. Which is actually an interesting game tomorrow because San Francisco's playing in the Meadowlands for the second straight week as the road team against the New York football giants tomorrow. But like I said, they've got four or five players out tomorrow, including Garoppolo. Giants are getting three and a half. I mean, on paper, you'd say, well, San Francisco should should still definitely win. But I, I didn't look at the spread, but I'm kind of intrigued it, by it, that. It all comes down to Daniel Jones, though. Like, same could be said last week. I mean, they were playing the getting Bears. And and okay. Well, now, the Giants should man, beat the Bears. I think they can lose they by down a field ball. Last minute, sure. and they didn't have Saquon either. But, I mean, it was a close game where it shouldn't have been. But I agree with you. But the 49ers did well without Jimmy Garoppolo. But, again, it was against the Jets' defense. So, take out a grain of salt. And the Giants' defense isn't that much better. So, I can kind of see why the spread is kind of three and a half. But, you know, home team underdogs. Our good friend Paul Cabadia might take the money line on that, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked if we heard it in the next 12 hours. I agree. Hey, uh, what about the Las Vegas Raiders, 2-0 Raiders traveling to Foxborough tomorrow? What, do you think that I think it's going to be a pretty it's compelling be the typical game. West, the Raiders did West well. Their defense did well against Drew Brees. I don't know how they're going to do Eastern against Cam. I really thought Cam was going to be out, but when I saw him Sunday night against Seattle, I was like, oh, game. he's got some, some potential. But, you know, Cam is always Cam. He's always going to possible interception out of nowhere. 
But yeah, I, I, you know, on the whole West Coast, East Coast travel thing, I think it's an old wives tale, to be honest. I don't base it on that. I just base it on how the teams are doing. But I, I take the six points from the Raiders. My only thing is Bill Pelichick doesn't lose at home. That's my only caveat, man. He doesn't lose at home. So, I mean, six points. Six points is good. I mean, can he win by more than a touchdown? We'll see. But, yeah, I might be inclined to pick the Raiders tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think what that's about a possibility. The uh, Texans I mean, are going to Pittsburgh. Deshaun just doesn't look uh, the same without Hopkins. I don't know really what the GM was thinking about, not uh, paying Hopkins. Hopkins is killing Hop- it. Hopkins on right offense. Do you think they're going to go three and Steelers are going to punch right now? It's just, I don't know why they wouldn't do that, but I guess maybe to have future plans. It just might be a salary cap issue where they're paying JJ Watt as well. But yeah, Texans don't look good. I mean, they saw they have a decent run game, but Deshaun doesn't have. Hopkins, which was his super like blanket, security blanket when he needed it. So yeah, I think the Steelers are gonna win by more than four. Um, I'm on ahead a little bit here to Monday he has night. A better it's defense. a pretty juicy The fact that the Chiefs the almost Chiefs lost to the, to the Chargers last um, week kind of showed me that San Diego, I mean, not San Diego, LA Chargers uh, had a scheme for Mahomes. So, I mean, needless to say, Andy Reid's an offensive guru, but the Ravens' defense mm-hmm. is stacked. So, if and they're at home, not like that really matters since there's no crowd, but I go Baltimore minus four and a, minus three and a half. I will never bet on Kirk okay. Cousins ever again. Uh, is my statement. I feel like we've, <laughs> we've sort of swung around here in, in the NFL. Or right down, Tom. Other comments on on some of these games before we, you know, really dive into what a lot of the listeners are, are probably waiting for. <laughs> so, for the listeners, let's. Yeah, let's uh, let's just do a really high level overview of last week, even though nobody was really able to hear it. Um, in our triplet segment for week number two, I was so close to I think having I went it where I wanted it to be, I went, but unfortunately, covered, I finished one and two and again. So Baltimore covered through two weeks, we're trying to Minnesota make a lot of money for our listeners. So I'm yes, at I went, uh, two wins, and that's why I will never bet on Kirk Cousins ever again. Hopeful that I can turn it around in week, week number three. Really need that. How did you finish last week? Yeah, yeah, not bad. I'm going three and no streak this week. Get to six and three. Okay, some money. You carry the segment forward. Hey, you're. So you're at five hundred now. I know you're big on Buffalo. Three and three. They did let you down last week. Just throwing it out there, Tom. They didn't cover the spread. 
this whole and it goes to piggyback yeah. off my whole thing on I don't believe in this West Coast East Coast so travel thing. I think the Rams are a good team. Triple game two game tomorrow. It is hard won? to win in Buffalo. I agree, but there's no crowd. There's no Bills Mafia. That presence isn't going to be there. Robert Woods is playing out of his mind. Cooper Cup is good. Their run game is good. Their defense is good. We'll see. It. Josh Allen finally gets a real challenge. I think this week because week one they play the Jets. Week two they play Miami. So I mean, this is going to be a real team that's coming into. Buffalo. So, what's the name of the stadium? Uh, stadium? Um, Ralph. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> How about your pick, Tom? What's your first pick? Gosh, it used to be Ralph Wilson. I'm not sure what they call it now. Um, one other thing I want to point out for that Buffalo game that tomorrow it's going to be 78 and partly cloudy. So there's not going to be any weather, which could have obviously affected the Rams more than the bills. But um, my first pick is it's one that I'm not not thrilled about this pick, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I've got uh, bears at Falcons. Falcons are favored by three and, just given some of the dynamic from the first couple of weeks, Trubisky, I felt as though the Lions sort of, yes, he played well, but the Lions collapsed. The, the Bears should have lost that game. And then last week, if Daniel Jones could have made a couple more plays, I think the, the Giants could have won at Soldier Field. So um, in my mind, I'm expecting Trubisky to be Trubisky tomorrow. Uh, Matt Ryan, obviously, he puts up the numbers, but he just oftentimes can't win. Uh, throws a, a pick here and there that's just really costly, almost Philip Rivers esque nice. um, to Mike's point. So Tennessee Titans, that's uh, the I team I would never bet on again. Jones, Minnesota, the crew is going to be I able mean, to recover Kirk from that absolute debacle. Horrible last of a loss. At I think the Dallas Titans have a good week. defense, and so even if they I'm come in with Atlanta a different scheme, they just cover the three point spread tomorrow. They just don't have Stephon Diggs and Adam. Just double cover Adam for you, and I don't. I don't know who else they're throwing to. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm big on Titans minus three against Vikings in Minnesota. And um, Derrick Henry's playing out of his mind. He's playing well. And, uh, yeah, we'll just see. I think Ryan Tannehill is very serviceable. He's doing well, not turning the ball over. So it's a good game plan. I think they win by more than three. So I'm going to go Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that pick too. Everything you said makes makes good sense. Um, my second game is going to be the Detroit Lions at the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's favored by five and a half, and I'm going to ride that Kyler Murray train, the Hopkins connection. I think they're going to blow out the Lions. I mean, I could see them winning by 14 to 20 points tomorrow. Um, just Matthew Stafford, he, again, he's one of those where he puts up decent numbers, but he's just not consistent enough, makes too many mistakes. Um, I'm not sure. Is his name Galloway, one of the wide receivers? I'm not sure if he's coming back tomorrow, possibly. I'm not sure. 
Um, even if he's in there, I just think Murray, Drake, Hopkins, you got Larry Fitzgerald, who still looks like he's, you know, 30 years old out there. He's probably pushing late thirties at this juncture. I mean, he's just, I think a good solid player for Murray to see. I think there's a lot of mentoring that goes on, even though, um, yeah. Larry plays wide receiver Murray's quarterback. I noticed last week a couple times when Murray ran in touchdowns like Larry Fitzgerald, I believe his dad told him when he was younger, when you score a touchdown, you just throw the Agreed. ball. The official I think how Murray done is it before. actually living Murray's up to his potential so far. That was somewhat Bearing telling, injury, I'm sure. But I mean, he does have one of the top wide receivers like in the game. So not that hard the, to look that know, good when you have DeAndre Hopkins off catching off every field. ball you're throwing at him. But yes, he has a basically built around him. So. We'll see. I mean, the Lions defense, are, is they're good, but they're just not. I, I think they'll cover five and a half at home. My last pick is I'm going to run with Mr. MVP, Russell Wilson, 2020 MVP. You heard it here first, Tom. He's going to be the MVP. This guy has not missed. He is a joy to watch. I mean, this guy just drops bombs and like they fall right into DJ Metcalf's hands. Like, I mean, he's I I've never appreciated Russell Wilson as much as I do this year. It's just I've never he just he's just not talked about as much, and he has won a Super Bowl before. So, I mean, yeah, they're playing they're at home against the Cowboys. Uh, they're four and a half point favors. I think they're gonna win by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you think they'll win by a score? Because I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, Wilson yeah. seems underrated, just not talked about a lot. But man, when you watch, yeah, him play, and, you and just I was just watching his highlights. He's just—he's on fire, and I, really I mean, bearing injury from everything very, else very on his team. He's just, so he's just playing really well, and um. Like you said, I, I think last week Seattle just Seahawks. Are, one of these I mean, their division is like tough because they have the Rams too. I went fifty but, yards um, in the air. And it just I'm not going to sleep on him this right year. Every year, I'm like, oh, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, and then I saw that game, and I was like, wow, he does not miss. So, and yeah, but like you said, everyone talks about Mahomes and uh, Action Jackson, Lamar Jackson, but you kind of forget that this guy's been in the league longer. He's been doing the same thing. So yeah, uh, my last and final pick is going to be Go Hawks. Cool. My last one, I'm going to go to the well again. I I did this in week one and and, uh, they didn't let me down. So tomorrow it's Green Bay tomorrow night on Sunday night football. Green Bay at the Saints. The Saints are favored by three. And I'm still on the Aaron Rodgers train. So I'm just going to make this a money line bet where I think the Packers are going to outright win this football game. Uh, The Saints looked vulnerable last week. Playing in the Superdome when there's not, I'm assuming, going to be limited fans, if any at all. So, it's not yeah, that daunting. I know Kamara and, and the offense. I don't know if Thomas is playing. 
to be honest. But um, Kamara scares me to, to bet against him. But I think Aaron Rodgers has got a lot of weapons on offense. The defense is pretty solid. So uh, at least Drew Brees is maybe starting to show a little bit of age here. Um, so I'm going money line tomorrow night for Sunday night football with the Packers. Well, I hope our listeners appreciate our efforts. We I really wish the Jets and Colts week. game we, was we a little bit analyzed more analyzed and went behind the numbers. However, and really, I mean, maybe next give year, everything we had and next three, three years when we play each other again, we are yeah. the triplet uh, So, I'll, uh, I, please I don't know put in your wagers and bets tonight, tomorrow morning, and then uh, you can think. I'm going to end up watching the Jets game anyway. Monday morning, we'll see how that goes. It's a late afternoon. You got going on. So, Tony, as we close down the show for week three, final thoughts on your side. Yeah. How about you, Tom? Any last words? Anything on your mind? Yep, week three in. Just enjoy every moment. Right, yeah, it is a late a late kickoff. I hadn't realized that till you just said that. No, well, that'd be good. Looks like there's five late afternoon slated games, so that'll keep us of interest. Um, I mean, each week it, it just feels as though, you know, Saturday evening gets here and I just think, oh, wow, it's just going to be so glorious tomorrow with the NFL on again. Yep. Well, as always, Tony, I appreciate you joining the insight and uh, we'll see how the Jets Colts game goes tomorrow, uh, along with the other games we we discussed and obviously the focus on our triplet segment. So for Tony Liu out on the East Coast in New York, this is Tom Sparmager out here on the West Coast in uh, Palo Alto, California. We appreciate you listening and we'll catch you on the flip side next week. So long, everybody.